0: Okay, okay. Show number two of The rap with Maz and Friends. Thursday, November 19th. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, the Rap with Maz and Friends. No friends today, we're just a friend. Uh, Maz on hiatus. Uh, his rash continues to flare up. Uh, Clarence on a secret spy mission. Uh, who knows where he is? Again, I could tell you, but then I'd probably have to kill you. Uh, as usual... We are live from the Warren RV Storage Studios in Farmington Hills. Warren RV Storage, 6900 East 14 Mile Road in Warren. Dozens and dozens of amenities for your RV or boat trailer. Uh, pretty much open 24 hour access. Uh, tell our guy Roger Z, the rap sent you and they will take care of you. The largest RV storage facility in the area. Our good friends at Warren RV Storage. So to kind of recap, we had Rod Beard on to break down the NBA draft. Um, I am not an NBA guy, uh, but what I read last night and this morning, as I was prepping for the show, uh, the Pistons pretty much were, were the low end, of plus. They 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 really hit it out of the park. So um, that is definitely good for the fans of Detroit. That that the Pistons, their organization, Troy Weaver, Dwayne Casey, they're they're, they're building something that that uh, should be if if. This insanity that we live in uh, ends, uh, as we are all hoping now. Uh, The Pistons should be definitely a a good ticket to to go see here uh, if we're allowed to next season. Um, They should definitely uh, play hard. They always do for Dwayne Casey. So that's kind of a cool thing. That's always good. Again, I'm not a Detroiter. I'm not a Detroit guy. But it's definitely good for the city. It'll be good for downtown uh, if the Pistons are at least able to field a competitive team that plays hard. Um, and gets people down there when we are allowed to go down there. So, um, a lot of things we could cover. Uh, we'll we'll definitely touch on the Lions in the NFL, as we always do. Um, as we said, uh, breaking news before we went on the air at 2, uh, the Michigan State game has been canceled because the, the Maryland head coach uh, has contracted COVID-19, uh, Mike Loxley. So, Nope, state football this weekend for all you uh, you Spartan lifers that were, were, were looking to do something at noon on Saturday. Uh, so you're going to have to go rake your leaves or, or clean your garage or whatever it is now instead. Sorry to break that news to you. But, um, anyways, where I'd like to start here uh, now that the, the floor is mine, thanks again to Rod Beard, who, who always carries me. Uh, what, what an insightful, brilliant guy. Knows pretty much everything about all sports. Uh, great writer. And just a good person. So he, he carried me through that first show. So I'm going to start off. Obviously kind of with where we are right now. Uh, as a society. Um, and and here's where I'm going to get a little bombastic. Um, my least favorite trait. Of mine that that, that Maz calls me out for. When, when, when I do lose my cool. Sometimes my Irish temper. Um, shines out. And I think it might do that here in this very instance. So. We're on a three-week shutdown that started yesterday, and it's funny. The times that I sat in this chair by myself with the fellas, I, I, I always would kind of slip it in. Um, wear your freaking masks. Like it's it's not that big a deal. You, you you're, you're not that glamorous, and you're not that special that you shouldn't have to wear a mask. And you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna sound like a like a prick here. But you know what? I got I got in-laws that are in their 70s. I got my parents that are in their 60s. I got kids that are 10 and 8. Like, cut the crap. Okay? We're close to the vaccine. It's 95%. Uh, looks like it's going to be 95% effective. Pfizer hit a home run. They're going to hopefully start rolling it out here soon. You know, the holidays start next week. Just like calm the hell down. If you gotta go to the store, if you gotta go wear your mask, stop being a, a, a what do they call it? Uh, you know, a, a, a Carol or whatever it is, or a Karen. That's it. Stop. Just stop. Enough is enough. Like we've all we're all miserable. Twenty twenty has just sucked from the start of the pandemic in March to all the celebrity deaths and just you know the the hype and the noise from the election, and that's still not going away. Um, that that two paid lunatic in the White House is still, you know thinking he has a chance that he's still gonna be there come come january twenty second just if we want this pandemic to go away, we just gotta start learning a little humility. I get you know that the Constitution and, and it's a free country and all this stuff, but people are out there suffering. People are out there dying. My mother and my sister are, are are a nurse and a doctor, respectively. They're seeing it. This is awful. And all you knuckleheads that had to go to the bar. I, I, I drive by Art and Jake's at, at, at Mound Road and M59 every day. And the place was always packed. Like, buy some booze at a store and stay the hell home. It's not that big of a deal, Okay. Like, get a Netflix subscription, HBO Now, whatever. Do whatever it is you need to do. Watch sports, watch porn, whatever floats your boat, but stay the hell home. It, it, that's it. Like, it, that's all I'm going to say because it's, it's got—the fact that we're on another shutdown is scary because you know what? If the economy tanks, we're all screwed. So, whole, thankfully, businesses are staying open— we're able to work. Most of us are able to make a living, thank goodness. But enough is enough. Stop with the not wet mask wearing. Stop, you know, going to parties. Chill out. Have a small Thanksgiving next week. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. This will be the last time I see you all till after Thanksgiving. Have a great, safe holiday holiday. Stay the hell home. Watch football all day. Eat yourself silly. Get drunk. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. And, and and keep away from everybody else unless you have to. <laughs> That's my message. I'm I'm really sick to death of this pandemic and what's going on and just how idiotic. And you know, people know who I'm talking about. All of our loyal listeners, I hope you're not in that boat. I hope your mask wears because I sure as hell am. Maz sure is. Clarence is. Dave, Kelsey, like smarten up people. Enough is enough. Uh, and, and just just stop the insanity. Stop with hugging the Constitution like it's your not your right to wear a friggin' mask. Wear the mask, okay. Period. End of story. Rant over. All right. So let's 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 shift back to uh, to sports. So as Rod and I touched on, uh, those lovable losers, the Lions, are going to be at Carolina. Again, what the hell's the point? You know, they, the Lions have no identity. Um, they're going down there. It's going to be no McCaffrey. If Stafford plays, they should win this game. Bridgewater's banged up. Who knows if he's going to go, but it's still the Lions. And and that's going to kind of lead me into kind of my next take, and it's it's going to be one of my, um, you know, I'm going to talk about one of my teams because, hey, it's my show right now, right? Sorry, Maz. So here's the deal. You really want the Lions to lose the table and finish, finish, Four and 12. Best thing they could do, again, I've said it week after week when I've been on this show, get rid of Patricia, get rid of Quinn, blow this up, okay? Yes, I'm sorry to break this to you. I don't know if you watch Sunday Night Football. Here's my take of how important coaching is. But however, in the NFL, it was shown again Sunday night. And like I said, if I was alone in the room with the guy, as far as a GM, I'd probably want to kill him based on what he did to a legend like Tom Brady. Tom Brady should have been like a Derek Jeter or a Mariano Rivera or, you know, a legend, an Isaiah Thomas that that finished in one uniform. Um, Magic Johnson, you know, Larry Bird, you could go on and on, okay, throughout the, the sports. Um, Bill Belichick showed on Sunday night in an absolute monsoon... That he is still far and away the best coach in the NFL. He should win the Coach of the Year every year, hands down, because every year he does less with more. And I know they always give it to the to the cute team who makes the playoffs and and you know makes a little run and then he gets blown out by a good team in the playoffs. But they should literally. I know, in, you know the the Spygate thing that Maz loves to talk about, and Rob Parker, our friend from L.A., and all that stuff. But literally, this dude coached a paper bag onto John Harbaugh, who's supposedly one of the elite coaches. I mean, he looked like a deer in headlights. I mean, masterful performance against a superior team. Sure, the Ravens probably cry the blues about they were injured, and it was played in a monsoon. But you know what? That's why it's called football. The Patriots don't play in a dome. Neither do you. You play in a, a, an eastern city like Baltimore, and, and that team got got pantsed by the Patriots. If the Patriots had competent wide receivers, they probably would have won that game by 25 or 30. And, and still, whatever it was, seven or eight points felt like 20 or 30 because they absolutely manhandled the Ravens. The Ravens are an absolute fraud, which ties me back into the Lions. Patricia coming into this town, trying to be like Belichick, Quinn trying to implant that culture, Unless you have some cachet and you do things the right way, and it seems like Joe Judge might be in in New York, uh, the Giants are suddenly playing well, much to my friend Dave's chagrin because same type of situation. I mean, what are you going to do with the the 12th, 14th draft pick? You get an offensive lineman or you get a linebacker? Like BFD, nothing that moves the le- the needle. You know what I mean? But the Lions, just we have to uh, blow this thing up, get a guy in here stealing CB's thunder that's going to establish a new culture going to do some sure you want to do some things like Belichick here's the thing you should do get your guys in shape if there's training camp next year run their asses every day all day so that when it gets to November and December they're still in shape and they can outlast teams but this like how they did Darius Slay and how you know they play favorites to certain players and, and others they haven't you know Supposed to be a defensive guy. I mean, I know Trey Flowers is out. Um, you know, you brought in some retreads that were ex-Patriots. It, it hasn't worked. Like I said, look at Le- Brian Flores. That guy has juice. Yes, he came from the Belichick tree, but he's obviously established his own identity down there. The players play their asses off for him. He he st- had the stones to kind of stun the locker room and put in Tua Volo and... The Dolphins are a scary, good, up and coming team. They got an owner with money. They have, you know, a premier city, a premier destination, and they have a top probably ten coach now, you gotta say, in the NFL, probably top five, because there's a lot of morons out there. But like I said, I only count thirty one coaches because again, it, it just shows to show you when it comes to X's and O's and the whole Sun Tzu Art of War thing. Bill Belichick is still far and away superior to the other 31 coaches in the NFL. There's probably, there's Belichick. There's probably five or six good coaches. I put Andy Reid in there, Sean Payton, Gruden, uh, a couple of the other ones. Um, you know, like I said, Harbaugh downgraded last week because he got pantsed for being such a pompous ass that he, like he's been the last couple of years. Um, you know, crying that year that the Patriots beat him in the playoffs about the, the formations and the eligible receivers. You know, shut up. You and your, you're a fraud. Your brother's a fraud. Um, it's, it's, it's time to do something else. Um, but, you know, the, the whole trying to replicate the Patriots, you're never going to be able to do it fully. You got to be you. There is only one Bill Belichick. There's only one guy, as he calls his boat, with nine rings, so that's the message. You want the Lions to lose these last however many games, these last seven games, get a decent draft pick, and start moving guys out. If Kenny Galladay wants more money, see a bye. You know, you, you got Stafford. You know, you surround him with some decent talent. Get some veteran. Get him a line so he doesn't get so beat up anymore. Um, and and if, whether it's an offensive coach or a defensive coach, if they bring in Bienemy or or Lefwich, then you know, yeah, maybe you keep Galladay, but like get rid of the retreads, get rid of Jamie Collins, maybe trade Trey Flowers, blow this thing up, start fresh, burn it down, piss on the ashes, and and let's start again. If 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 life is going to be back to normal next fall, and the vaccine does indeed work, and 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 things are normal, let's start anew, and, and let's have it be a rebirth for the Detroit Lions. Get rid of this fraud Patricia. Yes, he's a rocket scientist, but clearly football and head coaching is not his thing. It's it's time, okay? There's no benefit to flying down to Carolina and going down and winning that game. And and they might, sadly, because Christian McCaffrey's out. I mean, if McCaffrey was playing Bridgewater or not, I, I would feel lucky if you had Christian McCaffrey on your fantasy team because he was going to carve up the Lions. But you know, end of story. Let's, let's, let's blow this thing up and, and, and move on. So, uh, some other things I'd like to hit on today. Um, obviously NBA free agency starting tomorrow. Um, ESPN announced their opening day slate for baseball. Uh, it's going to feature the Dodgers and the Yankees. ESPN is going to have four games. Uh, that should be cool. Um, you know, they're still in talks about when hockey's going to start up. You know, they're, they're doing this, um, you know, diversion of salary and how much percentage. And there's some owners that are that are whining that they won't be able to operate if they play. So you never know. Um, you know I'm a big hockey guy, so I, I definitely hope that, that hockey gets back um, and, and plays a full season with the teams at least in their arenas. Feeling the buzz and that, that home ice advantage returns. Um, and then obviously I hope we have a normal spring training and 162 game baseball season. And, you know, some of the kooky rules that they instilled, um, you know, the runner at second base, wasn't a fan of that. Um, you know, obviously playing in the bubble, I want home field advantage. Um, free agency is going to be interesting. It seems like, um, the Mets, Steve Cohen, their new owner is the only one that seems motivated to pay. Um, even more so now that his boneheaded second baseman Robinson Cano is suspended for the season for second time. Um, This guy was on the path to being a great Yankee, Um, phenomenal skills when he came up, so smooth as a player. And you would think one of his best friends in the world is Alex Rodriguez, the guy who completely ruined his career with PEDs um, and has kind of Rebranded himself, um, you know, through announcing and whatnot. You would think after Cano got popped the first time that he would not do roids, but again, the, most of these guys—it just goes to show—can be knuckleheads. Like, why in the world would you take PEDs? Now, on the flip side of the coin, I am a, a pro PED guy. I I don't I don't condone it. I understand they're not healthy, but. Again, to me, sports is entertainment. Um I think this mentality that, that the old school baseball writers and and the people that cover the sport, this whole like when a guy takes PEDs, um, you know, they like, you know, slept with their mother or something so just heinous or, or, or they murdered a room full of puppies or something terrible like that. No, they just were stupid. They took a, a PED and they got caught. But like I said, I could do a whole show on this. I think that that if an athlete chooses to take PEDs because he wants to cash in and make more money for his family, that is, is his right once they get to the pros. I think HGH should be legal because of the pounding, especially in football, especially the pounding that these guys take in baseball, The the... The, just the the taxing that's that's put on pitchers' arms. You can't tell me that if HGH was not legal, all these Tommy John surgeries that keep popping up with with these stud pitchers, Mike Clevenger, the most recent one. It, it, there should be some balance. I mean, we, we all love these sci-fi movies where there's all this great technology. Like you you take a pill like on Star Trek and, and everything is healed, or you know what, you give it a shot on superhero movies and and everything's better. Why not harness PEDs to to make athletes recover quicker and, and heal better? If that's a choice they make, that's a choice they make. And my whole argument with, with PEDs is, you know, yeah, Canel broke the rules and he's an idiot. That's why I'm calling him an idiot. But my whole argument with PEDs is, look at, as, as I've gotten older, look at what they continue to charge. Now, obviously, we didn't go to games this year, but the ticket prices everywhere for every sport – you got to, like, take out a loan to take a family of four and get decent seats to a sporting event. Like, I'm a snob, so when I go to a sporting event, I have to sit in, like, the lower bowl or the boxes. Like, to me, there's no point in in going to a ball game or a, a basketball game, hockey game. If I'm going to sit in the upper bowl, I might as well stay home and watch the frigging thing on TV. You know, but to me, it's, like, entertainment, okay? Like, I like... I want the Keith Richards that's cluck, that's coked out of his mind, uh, and you know, and continuing to live till he's 155, and, and, and allowing the Rolling Stones to still tour. Um, you know, sadly, cigarettes took Eddie Van Halen's life, but you know, you look at and sports are entertainment. Okay, we we pay top dollar for entertainment. We pay all this money to get our streaming services and binge watch our shows and and have instant access, no matter where we are or what we do. To me, with sports being entertainment. PED should be legal because you know what? I know that when, you know, my teams come off a long road trip, if I if I, if I, if I give you an example, my Yankees are in town to play the Tigers and they just got done, was happens all the time. They just played the Sunday night game against the Red Sox, either in New York or Boston, doesn't matter. And then they got to get on a plane at three in the morning, fly to Detroit, get up and play the next day. And, you know, yeah, their starting pitcher might have left Sunday afternoon for the next game, but you know what? I'm going to get a watered-down product when I see the Yankees play the Tigers that night. And the Tigers might have had a day game at home the day before, and, you know, they're chilling with their families, having a good night, and they're, you know, easing down to the ballpark, their normal time, and uh, and they're ready to play. That 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 right there, if, if I want the bang for my buck, some form of PED should be legal, especially in baseball. And the art of hypocrisy is that all of the, a, lot, a lot of these writers, they, they have a perpetual hard-on for guys like Clemens and Bonds and Palmero and even, to a sense, McGuire, who were Hall of Fame-caliber players before it was hand quotes, I mean, if I'm on camera here, uh, were either caught or—because or, none of those guys failed the test. It was the whole Mitchell Report and all that nonsense that, that kind of took these guys down. Those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. It's a freaking museum, okay? I am the biggest seam head baseball fan in the universe, and I, I have never set foot in Cooperstown because it's a damn museum, and it's such hypocrisy that, that some of these, and I know, and he's a, he's a great writer. He always gets the, he's a friend of Scott Boris, so he gets a lot of the, the, uh, the scoops. John Heyman. I used to have him on the show I produced back in the day on the fan. The guy is a great writer, but he's such a hypocrite. He sits there and and you know he used to you know it's it's the classic Bonds or Clemens was a prick to him when he would, tried to cover them. So it's they're the worst guys ever. Yet you go through that Hall of Fame and there's guys like Jeff Bagwell and our local friend here Pudge Rodriguez. Remember that summer that Pudge showed up to spring training or that spring he showed up and he had started a new diet. Give me a friggin' break, okay? I like the Pudge that was on steroids because, you know, he threw guys out from his knees and he hit bombs the opposite way. Much more bang for my entertainment buck. And for these writers to sit there and keep legends that, that entertain me, I'm on the record. Roger Clemens was my favorite baseball player his entire career other than Mariano Rivera. So the guy should be in the Hall of Fame. It's a travesty of justice. You know, again... Bud Selig, I, I, Bud Selig was like the Pablo Escobar of baseball. He 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 profited after the strike in '94, the '98 season, the Bonds Sosa home run battle, the '98 Yankees, all that. That guy's in the freaking Hall of Fame, which to me is the biggest like travesty of justice. It, it makes me want to puke because that guy's such an absolute fraud, a multi-billion dollar, a millionaire owner that that became the commissioner and got in the Hall of Fame and, and pr- turned a blind eye to to PEDs in 1998 and all that, and then all of a sudden acted like he was outraged, like a lot of these writers do. So, uh, wow, that turned into a second rant of this show. So I, I'm fired up today. I don't know why, Kelsey. Uh, it's been kind of one of those days. Um, I'm cranky. But uh, anyways, that that's kind of going to wind it down. Uh, again, Seahawks-Cardinals tonight should be rock solid. Um The stupid ESPN fantasy app. I've been trying to make a trade before tonight. They won't let me do it. Um, So fix that, ESPN. Get with it. Um, I need DeAndre Hopkins in my lineup tonight um, and not playing against him. Anyways, um, that should be good. Uh, I think the game of the week this week is going to be Monday night. Rams Buccaneers in Tampa is going to be huge. Um, That that should be good. The way the Rams um, shut down Seattle last week, that's going to be exciting. Um, obviously Michigan fans and Michigan fans only will, will tune in to Michigan Rutgers Saturday night at 7.30, like Rod and I were talking about. I'd rather watch grass grow, but that's just me. Uh, no stake game, as we said earlier. And then we got Lions-Panthers. So um, it's been a blast uh, to be here as always. I, I, I do miss Maz and, and, and Clarence. Um, but again, it's where, where we're living in. Uh, I think I'm definitely getting better doing this show. I don't know, you guys. Tell me. You can you could tweet me at, at @IrishDad or something like that. Whatever the hell my Twitter handle is. I haven't looked at it in a while. Um, you know, tweet at NRM. Uh, you know, let us know. Um, we'd like to hear your feedback. Tell me how I'm doing. Uh, I think this was my, my my third or fourth show flying solo, and I think this was the best one. Working on those pregnant pauses. Those pregnant pauses kill me. Right. Thanks to Dave and Kelsey. Shout out to my family, my wife. Angela, my, my son, Declan, who says I'm not that cool because I don't have a YouTube page, that I only have a podcast. How you like me now, buddy? Love you. My daughter, Aubrey, I love you. And uh, shout out to all my friends. This has been The Wrap. Thanks to uh, Warren RV Storage. Have a good one, everybody.